What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we'll be diving into the mailbag. We have three voicemails to talk about. We'll also be talking about uh, AK, uh, Zach Levine, and some more with their uh, season end impressions. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So first, we're going to start off with AK's season-ending presser in which he talked about and praised Nikola Vucevic's versatility and his durability um, over the course of the season. He also talked about that he expects to run this core back. Now, I know for some Bulls fans that that may not be what they want to hear. Some Bulls fans want to see some very drastic moves. Now, I've always said, you know, that I don't see them making some of the drastic moves that Bulls fans do. I really do see them completely revamping the bench for the most part, outside of IO, outside of Kobe. Um, well, I'm sorry, outside of IO, outside of AC, we'll see what they do with Kobe. But it's it's been pretty much that type of thinking in everything that we've heard so far. That they're going to be running this core back to really see what they can get out of it, improve the bench, improve some things around the team. You'll see. Um, continuity is important when building a championship team, so we'll see what they do with that. We'll see if this team, uh, and, and having an additional year together, if any more comes out of this team and they prove some, I know Vucevic in his season has really frustrated a lot of Bulls fans that want to see him gone, but I do expect Nikola Vucevic, unless just an, a wild deal presents itself, to really be back with this Bulls team. And, you know, AK's words kind of solidify that as well. Um, we also got an interview from Zach Levine over Zoom, who had his first negative test today. Uh, he talked about feeling terrible the first two days after getting COVID. With a negative test today is a step in the right direction, but he talks about his knee, um, talking about he's going to go back to L.A. He's going to talk to his doctor. Getting the knee at 100 percent is one of the most important things. He's going to come up with a plan of action after talking to his doctor in L.A. So that really isn't him solidifying uh, that whole surgery thing that we've talked about, but it's all signs point to the surgery. Uh, let me know what you guys think about AK's comments, Zach Levine's comments as well. Zach Levine, you know, and there's been some interesting things come up with Zach Levine over the last couple of days. So one thing that he did say as well in this is that, you know, it's a uh, free agency is going to be a big decision for him and his family. And they're going to and he's going to take time to look at everything. Now, this comes after Javante uh, Murray tweeted a picture of Zach Levine with the Spurs jersey on. And that stirred up a whole bunch of uh, thinking. And I understand that Bulls fans, until the, the ink is dry on a deal, are always going to think, hey. What if Zach doesn't come back? What if they do decide to do something else with Zach Levine, things like that? I fully expect Zach Levine to be back. When you hear about AK talking about running the core back, when you hear about just everything that's kind of surrounded this, even with the knee surgery, I think everything points to being back. Now, uh, we've talked about the max contract. I've said it. I, I expect him to get a max contract. I do think that maybe that it may be laid with, with incentives, health-based incentives, with Zach Levine and some insurances for the team for that knee as well. That you know, maybe keeps it from hitting the max if he doesn't hit certain barriers. We'll see what that what happens with that too. It's going to be a very interesting offseason to see how everything overlines because as much as AK talks about running this quarterback, if by chance there is that Zach Levine does leave the Chicago Bulls and moves on to go to another team to chase money, to chase whatever, if that does happen, you got to think that a, a strong revamp of the team is coming to where running that quarterback may not be what actually happens. So, you know, let me know what you guys think about that that down below. Um, what do you what would you guys like to I know I've, I've tried to keep the conversation away from it just because 
I believe that is gonna that he's gonna come back. But what what would you guys like to see the Chicago Bulls do if for some reason Zach Levine does sign elsewhere? Let's say the Bulls can't force a sign and trade, which more than likely any team that is interested in Zach Levine, if it does go that way, again, highly unlikely. I'm just for the nature of conversation. If it does go that way, I think it would be beneficial to any team to, to work out some form of sign and trade with Chicago Bulls. But what would you guys like to see happen? Who would you like to see the team built around? What would you like? I'm just interested to hear hear from you guys and, and think what what would you guys like to see when it comes to that? Now, Billy Donovan also gave a season in the press on this one. Billy Donovan didn't say much of note. It's, it's more of the same from Billy Donovan. Him in the front office is very much in sync. Uh, it's, it seems like. Um, but hey, it, it it's 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 really it really just comes down to Zach Zach Levine's knee and contract <coughs> and surgery are really going to be the biggest things coming out of this offseason. Um, AK said that Zach Levine's knee won't come into play with his unrestricted free agent. Um, so, you know, the MRI still shows nothing structurally wrong. Um, he, he, now, AK did say that it hasn't been determined for sure if Zach Levine's going to need surgery. So, still more than likely with everything pointed, it's probably going to be surgery. But AK, AK I just want to put that out there as well, that AK did say, um, that it's not guaranteed that it's going to be surgery as of right now. So we'll see. The Bulls season ended disappointingly. We all know that. Um, and we're going to go ahead. We're going to flip gears now after getting into that. And we're going to talk and uh, get into some of the voicemails. The first one up is from the 706, and he leaves comments on possible roster moves for the Chicago Bulls. Hey, what's up, Hayes? Uh, it was rough looking at this last uh, playoff series, but uh, um. What moves I would like to make, you know, other than you know, reshape, reshaping the entire Bulls bench. Uh, I was hoping that Bam didn't wouldn't have a good playoff series, so and that Booch and Kobe would have a great playoff series, so they could do a trade of Kobe, Booch, a first round draft pick, and hopefully that'd be enough to get them. But that's obviously out of the question. So at this moment, uh. I'm thinking that the Bulls will keep Kobe, not because they really like him, but because uh, he played so poorly the last six to eight weeks, playoffs included, that no one wants him. So I think they hold on to him uh, and try to move him at the deadline. Uh, I was hoping, I'm hoping that they get, well, at least that T.J. Warren will possibly take a Victor Aladipa uh, prove it deal. Also, um, that maybe that young takes a two year, six million dollar deal because he hasn't really been playing well all this season either. So, you know, whether it was a lack of minutes with the Spurs or lack of minutes with Toronto, it's, I think he just fits best in the Bulls system. Also, I'd like to put him to sign LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, to give the Bulls, uh, at least some flexibility at the five, someone who can shoot the mid-range and the three to keep the space open for someone like DeMar. After that, it just comes out to throwing up, well, the reserve five. Uh, I can see them keeping Javante Green. Um, and after that, Marco Simonovic. But who's going to be that third point guard, the third uh, power four? Who are they going to get to replace Tony Bradley? Uh, those are going to be uh, key questions to answer. 
Uh, I'm just looking forward to the offseason. But uh, thanks for your time. And he echoes a lot of the sentiments that I think a lot of Bulls fans share uh, with players that they want to see gone, the potential of Thad Young coming back, a lot of things there. Um, here's what I'll say is that right now, so much can happen with the Bulls bench that you can see a world in which they improve the rest of the bench enough to where they maybe think, hey, we can we can still keep Kobe for another year and we we may need the big nights that he has big scoring off um things like that i don't know i'm not really prepared to get into specific targets yet i'm going to try to wait till everything settles more but i do like where your head's at with that the javante green thing as well a lot of bulls fans surprisingly at least in the conversations that i've had on social media things like that have seemed to turn on javante green with his play in the playoffs now i want to hear from you guys down below out of the players on the bulls bench who would you like to see stay around and how do you feel about javante green after when he did move back to the bench, his contributions there, his playoff series, because some Bulls fans are of the mindset that they want to see Javante stay. And I'm hearing more and more vocal Chicago Bulls fans that are open to the idea of Javante Green possibly not being on the team. So I want to hear from you guys down below on that. We're getting into the next voicemail. This one is from Jamal. What's up, Hayes? This is your boy Jamal back again. Another voicemail for you. It's been a minute, man. Um, first off, guys, to see that you're feeling better. I know you feel a little and I hope you get even gain even more health and everything and I hope your family wasn't too affected by it as well. So safe uh safety and healthy prayers to all you and your family. So the board season is officially over. I just want to give a couple of thoughts real quick. And number one, I think the season was a success. It wasn't it didn't end in the championship so I can't give it an A plus but I think what A K and Mark Evansy did so far was pretty well known but I I'm glad that we did get exposed down the end as mad as I was about it because I think it shows them what we're still missing and things like that. Now, the only thing that can be done is can this team grow from that and can AK and Mark Evansy get the pieces needed to grow from that? Um, Zach Levine, you know, he's having surgery. I was fully expecting him to get the maxes off season and come back. I'm excited for it. I wanted to give a quick thing. I think that's the reason why Zach is such a backseat not wasn't just because of injuries. The reason why he's in such a bad seat to DeMar Rosen is that Zach, I think Zach knows his reputation throughout the league. I think in the beginning, when he first came in, people just looked at him as a dunker. He came to the Bulls and he proved that he was more than a dunker. He was a scorer. But now there's been this reputation with Zach that he puts up empty calories. He's nothing but a scorer. He can't play winning basketball. And I think he took a back seat to try to prove not just to the team or to himself or to the fans or the media, but to everyone that I can't play winning basketball and still go out there and perform and be a beast. I fully expect Zach to get back into the groove of being that number one, if not 1A to 1B option next season. But I think he should be 1A, like you guys said. He has to be that guy. Um, finally, the person I would love to see back on the Bulls, one name that keeps popping up in my head, Thad Young, man. I, I miss Thaddeus Johnson. He still owes us a triple-double. I would love to get him back coming off the bench as a backup power forward center. He's like small ball center, and he can keep the offense moving with his passing, something that would be greatly missed. So that's something I was just, just a couple of thoughts. Let me know what you think, man. As always, see where go Bulls. I'm out. All right. Jamal, I, I love Jamal. Jamal, he just loves this team. Um, When it comes to... Much like with the last voicemail, when it comes to like the roster moves and things like that, I'm going to be paying closer attention to it going forward. Um, as we get closer to the actual offseason starting before the draft, 
things like that. I do love what you said about Zach Levine. I love the fact that you pointed out Zach Levine's career progression, right? How he came into the league, had the perception of just being a dunker. How he, he's evolved into that to an actual score. Zach Levine is an actual score. And I think people forget to, with you know his the, as many injuries he's had this season and that uh, hampered him, is that Zach Levine, when healthy, is an elite scorer. Now, we need more than that. I, let me be clear with that. We need Zach to continue to progress the other parts of his game. That basketball IQ needs to progress. The defensive awareness needs to progress. The defensive effort needs to be more consistent as well. But it all boils down to health. Now, Zach Levine has to stay healthy. Hearing AK talk about that he doesn't expect Zach Levine's knee situation to play into his, his free agency, which to me means that AK is probably looking at it like, hey, we're not worried about the knee. We're going to give this man as much money as we were, even if this knee thing wasn't in, didn't pop up this season. But Zach has to find a way to stay healthy. Um, to quote Pat, the designer from my coach from Locked on Bulls, the best ability, ability is availability. And we need Zach to be available. We need Zach to be healthy. We need Zach to be locked in. We need Zach to give a better defensive effort. And we need Zach to really try to set the tone on the court on both ends of the ball. Because when Zach, when Zach is locked in, he has shown the ability to be a pretty solid defender. We need that more consistently from Zach Levine, especially if he's going to be a max contract player and the player we continue to build around. Now, again, that get can, can change with the progression of Patrick Williams, with other things that could happen, with potential moves. But we do need Zach Levine to lock in, be fully healthy first, but then to lock in and continue to grow. Now, I know people are going to say he's 27 years old. How much more, how much growth can he still potentially give? But the fact of the matter is, at least for me, is that Zach Levine has shown in flashes, right, not consistently, that he can be a solid defender. We need to see that become a consistent part of his game. And if that does, with the offensive efficiency that he's shown he can give when he's healthy, that is a hell of a player. And we need that from Zach Levine. Shout out to Jamal for that voice. My last one, this one is from Shea. What's up, Hayes? This is Shea. You know, I was thinking about this whole draft situation, and I may have already said this before, but have you ever thought about us, maybe if we keep the pick, getting a guy like E.J. Liddell. Now, I know what you're thinking. You probably don't pay attention to the guy, these guys from the draft, but E.J. Liddell reminds you of a Draymond Green, reminds me of a Draymond Green with a better three-point shooting shoot shot. The reason why I'm saying pick him is because, you know, we already have a backup center, and I don't really know. Now, I know we got... Tony Bradley, but I think that they are very high on Marco Simonovich, and I think that he's going to work on his body so he could like see what they have in him. So I don't really. So that's why I say if we do draft somebody, I think that we should look to draft that person. Anyway, tell me what you think about him. Peace. All right, Shay is going all the way into the draft so far. I'm not doing draft content quite yet, but I will say that Liddell. I saw the article too, Shay. I saw the article. I, I know Shay. Shay reads a lot of articles and then Shay likes to to act as if like he's doing research. I love Shay. It's what we all do. Like that's not even a shot of Shay. Every sports fan does that. We read articles, we see tape, and then we're like, oh, you know, um, you know, I, I know, don't know if you guys may know this, but this Liddell kid, man, I saw some. It, it, it happens. But you know, uh, what I will say is that I, 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 from what I've seen from him, I do, I do. If that, if the Bulls do end up picking the pick and they and they can get somebody like a Liddell. Now, I've said it before, like how much development more, how many more development pieces can this Bulls team afford if they're really trying, depending on where they're trying to be truly with contending, 
But he's on my board. We'll talk about it more as we get closer to the draft. We'll definitely talk about that more. Um, but that's it for today, guys. That's it for a couple of days. Next time you guys are here from me, it'll be on Sunday. Um, thank you for supporting the channel. I want to hear from what you guys think about all this down below. So make sure you let me know that down below. This has been Chicago Bull Central. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail like you heard on the show today, you can do so at 773-270-2799. Like I like to end everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.